a sneak peek at what's coming up next. To me, I actually like when Meatloaf used to perform. Yeah. Have you heard his Which son, is though? Weirdly probably true. His son's a great singer, <laughs> Shepherd's Pie. <laughs> if we were going to have any guests on the show, mm -hmm. we would never have Trump on. Yes. And uh, he would never do our show anyway. I love autism. Autism's awesome. To... Some of the greatest people I know are autistic. Baron, I love what they're autistic. doing. Usha, you look at right. what these autistic people are doing. They're yeah. just doing amazing things. Yeah. Crazy like, work. I don't know why you just made me regret being autistic all of a sudden, <laughs> but you did. Thank you, uh, former president guy. Let me know when you're ready, Bob, and then I'll do my intro. I'm, I'm ready when you are. Great. Welcome to On the Spectrum Podcast. My name is Nick. I'm Steve. And today we have a guest with us, somebody who's been doing podcasts and entertainment for quite some time. Uh, this is Bob with Static Radio Podcast. Uh, we're going to interview him today and kind of talk about comedy improv. We're going to talk about entertainment in general and whatever else kind of comes up. But as I always do at the beginning of every episode for us, uh, me and Steve do not presume to be experts in anything whatsoever. We're just two human beings who happen to be on the spectrum, and we'd like to discuss our lives and ideas and opinions and other topics in general. And Bob, uh, do you presume to be an expert in anything? Um, that's, <laughs> I'm an expert in public speaking, apparently. The, uh, uh, the No, I don't know if I'm an expert in anything, but the, the crazy thing is when you say that, though, you know, the uh, old adage is if you get 10,000 hours mm. of, of experience, then you're an expert, right? So yes. actually, I'm probably an expert in a lot of things if, by that. By that alone, yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't really, you know, say that I am. I probably right. should. I probably would be a wealthier person if I just said that. <laughs> I think we would be too if we could possibly yeah. find what we're an expert in. Maybe, I'm an maybe expert we, in everything. That's what we can explore today. Let's say we are experts in everything. Yes. And you just need to listen to us and I shut mean, up and do what we say. That's, I'm that's a jack it. of all trades and master of all too. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, let's uh, first and foremost, tell us a little bit about your uh, podcast. I mean, how it started, sure. how it came about, how long you've been rocking it for, what kind of, what are you focused on? So, well, the focus is a problem. Uh, so we're not really focused on anything, but the, uh, the, the show started, uh, I always say it started in uh, January of 1999. Uh, we started doing the show. Uh, I, I have a co-host, Miles Title and I. We actually did college radio uh, back earlier in the 90s, and we graduated, and we had so much fun doing it. I said, uh, hey, this internet thing is, seems to be working out. How about I figured out a way to do this on the internet? You want to do this? So you have your career and, to uh, thank um, Al Gore for you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I said, yeah, thank Al Gore for making the the series of tubes. And um, we, uh, I said we could do this. And so he's he is not a technical person. I guess I'm the technical person in this uh, situation. And so I um, read a book called How to to uh, Write HTML in Seven Days, and I made a website and. Uh, we started doing the show. The actual first show was the night of Thanksgiving, uh, 1998. And there was a couple of test shows in through December. And then basically since January of 99, we've done a show a week with very few exceptions. Wow. So your podcast is about the same age as Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, he's much older than that. He's though. a little older than that, I think. But Macaulay Culkin's been rocking since the eighties, man. He's well, no, my you age. know what I was thinking is like, didn't Home Alone two come out around then, nineteen ninety? Uh, no, 90, I think it was before that. Ninety nine, <laughs> a little later for, for that. Yeah, I didn't yeah. looked it up though. But uh, see, that's maybe, what I get with uh, working with a millennial. Who was, who was that old? But probably uh, very soon. Well, he's, it, like, he's actually about my age. age. Because I started doing this just before she was born. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I think it's wonderful. I mean, not to not to put a age on things, even though I kind of did already. Um, I actually graduated high school in '99. Well, there you go. It's yeah. it's it's it'll be whenever you have your 20th, or actually you've already had your 20th. Yeah. So whenever you have your 30th reunion, uh, yeah. we will have 30 years done. At yeah. That point. So wow, that's that's yeah. wonderful. So, <laughs> But yeah, and you know, it was a different world back then. Yep. Uh, it's so different now, and and that's kind of why. Um, I, I here lately, I, I I've said, well, I want to be a guest on these other things because we've we've done our show so long. I'm like, wouldn't it be nice? And there's all these kind of cool tools out there now where you can get in touch with people and uh, be guests on other shows, and that's how yeah. I ran into you guys. So absolutely but yeah it's been a long time and i mean we basically don't talk about anything we talk about uh stuff that happens to us we usually try to talk about something that's funny or strange and uh um, like stonehenge a, like stonehenge yeah i went to stonehenge i took that picture oh that's well, awesome yeah and um it's very the, ominous um, it does uh, well whatever happens to us so i mean it really doesn't yep. uh matter what it is it's just whatever happens i like to say it's a 24 year conversation mm. uh, that happens every week um, between the two of us. So, yeah. So what did, what did you guys do in college radio? Like what was it? Uh, so the funny thing, I was promotions uh, director for a college radio station and then uh, miles wanted to be on the air. Uh, oh. for some reason I said, Hey, I'll be on the air. Cause at the time, uh, just like every system, we can get into systems, uh, there's always politics. And so the only airtime was like either late at night or early in the morning. And so I said, yeah, I'll go on with you. And so, uh, we did the show together and, and basically uh, the static show is, is what we used to do, uh, sans music. Uh, cause whenever, uh, in 99, if you remember Napster was the rage, right. Yes. And everybody was getting sued. So we were going to do music, but then we dropped that. We just did the stories. So. That's that's where it came from, because uh, we used to play music and then in between songs, we, you know, uh, yuck it up and tell funny stories about things. And, yeah, uh, you know, we love to read the newspaper and talk about that. But honestly, we don't even talk about the newspaper anymore. So that's, you know, that's old, old stuff, too. But mm. it's who mainly reads the newspaper? Who oh, reads the newspaper? Yeah. Who reads it anymore? So I, don't, Steve, I don't even watch the news. A lot of anymore, newspapers are dying you know. out. People just go online and read news now. Yeah. I mean, if you, even your local newspapers, they have websites now. Like for local yeah. papers over here, mm -hmm. uh, we live in southeastern Massachusetts. And there's, uh, you know, we have a local, there's a Fall River paper, there's one in New Bedford, but they have websites now where they just post the articles online. I mean, in fact, yeah. they post more articles online than they do in print. Most places do nowadays. Mm -hmm. How um, interesting. Yeah, I, there's a local paper by me, but I don't I read that anymore either. So, yeah, I mean, what's the, the point? Phoenix? I mean, honestly, why should we bother getting our news from any, you know, legitimate source? We can just look at TikTok. 
<laughs> we can get it from many illegitimate sources. Yes, you can just, I'll just tell you what them. the news is today. Yeah, fake news. Mega yeah, billion. Fake news. So there's a billion dollars hanging out there somewhere. So yeah, listen, I mean, listen, fake news. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fake Absolutely. News. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys read this in, you know, the fake news, but Thanos is running for president again in 2024. Really? Yeah, Does absolutely. he even need to run? Can he just snap his fingers and be done with it? Well, he, he decided that didn't work out the last time, so he decided to go through actually an electoral process this time around. Yeah. I mean, I've been voting for him since 2016. Somebody got to him, and he's in the, he's in the system now, so yeah. he's, he's yeah. screwed. Yeah, he's uh, he's funded by the Rockefellers. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> really? Uh, <laughs> I thought maybe uh, he was funded by like High C or something because he's kind of a purple guy. <laughs> the, 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 they ditched the other guy. Yeah. Brought to you by Welch's Grape Juice. Yeah, yeah Welch's Grape Juice. Yeah, it's a good one there. Maybe something like awesome. that. Yeah. So, so when it came to our podcast in particular, just to kind of ask this question because I'm a little curious, what, what sure. made you reach out for our podcast in particular? Well, uh, we had a short conversation before we started recording. Mm. So you guys uh, say you're on, on the spectrum. Well, I've always suspected there's people and uh, relatives in my family who, mm -hmm. who are. I'm uh, older than you guys. And so at the time, that really wasn't a thing. Uh, when you were you right. know, a kid, they didn't really you know, talk about it or anything. They just thought you were odd or weird. Right. And... Um, I mean, that's so over the years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the, I'm not saying those are negative <laughs> connotations. I'm, that's what it was. You yeah. Know? It's just the descriptors. And, um, and so then, uh, but over the years, I've, I've determined, I, I haven't gone to seek uh, an actual diagnosis or anything uh, because everything's, you know, hunky dory. But uh, mm. um, so you mentioned, so I can't, I, I can't wear jewelry. We just talked about that briefly. I, I yep. it drives me crazy to have things like that. Is that on because me. you're a cat? Uh, part, partially because I'm a cat, probably really? the fur. Really? Okay. Uh, and then, um, uh, but yeah, I mean things like that, and you, you just weird, you know, kind of mm -hmm. things that aren't uh, what everybody else is. So right. I, I, I don't really like sports at all, and that's mm -hmm. one of those things that seems to be. Similar, it's, it, like not for uh, everybody on the spectrum, but pretty predominantly. Right, we ain't really into sports. Yeah, uh, a lot of food aversion. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of uh, you know um, sensory uh, issues. That, yep, sensory. Yes, yeah, sensory issues. Things that touch you. Um, and then also, you mentioned the fact that I'm a cat, right? Mm -hmm. So I think another thing that that is quite common is. You have a, and I'm surprised you guys are throwing yourselves out, but you're younger. So a total aversion to being um, the center of attention, mm. even though you want to be, you don't want to be right. So I don't like being in large crowds of people. Yeah, exactly. Large crowds, uh, lack of control over your environment. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, the fact so, that we also do improv uh, as another project that we work on, like mm -hmm. that, I mean, that's kind of unique for our community. Yeah, and and so us being center stage of things, not necessarily center stage in, in such a way because we work with other people, but just being like front and center in front of a crowd, I actually mm -hmm. find it far more freeing and less anxiety ridden when I know people are looking at me on my terms, right? Oh, right, yeah, because you're trying to do something yeah. rather than just being it's, in it's the environment under my control. Because if I get up there and I say something really dumb, 
I purposely got up there and said something dumb, right. and now people are <laughs> reacting to it. And, and so uh, I actually it would be more of a better. problem if we actually had an audience. So it would be more of a problem if we had not. Yeah. Jesus, uh, I love the self-deprecating. Mm. Now um, we we've had yeah. we've had shows that were sold out, but we've we also did. had shows where we have like five people. So yeah. you know, well, it happens. Okay. Yeah. Are you uh, enjoying I'm, yourself? That's of the course. important part. Of course, we yeah. are. Uh, By sold out, it's like thirty-five people. So at most, yeah, because we we do most of our improv show in a uh, art gallery. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, sometimes we'll play out doing other things, but most of the time we just do that. Have you done the breaking the priceless piece of art bit? Because uh, Steve Martin did that on Letterman uh, uh, a long time yeah, ago. And many that was moons like ago. A big hit. So, yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't priceless. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. That reminds me of the Mr. Bean movie when he draws the face on Whistler's mother. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need to do incorporate that into your act and set something up. I think that's, that's my uh, tip of the day. There we yeah, go. Absolutely. I mean, we, um, we've we never had ahead, a problem showing our face for anything. I mean, um, we also do comedy roasts as well for people. And uh, oh, okay. yeah. it's because we're both so beautiful that we're okay that's with people it. looking at us. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, well, I think there's a difference in the age, though. I think that yeah, that is something that's that come with uh, the age of the Internet. So I, I was young in the without the Internet. Mm. So, yeah. Back in my thing. day. Well, that's right. Back. Off. Uh, <laughs> so I make fun of him all the time. You all or you had... 24 hour news for Christ's sake. And yeah, I mean, I've always, I've always been kind of a performer. Like when I was a kid, I danced ballet professionally, uh, with Hartford ballet company. You know, looking at you today, not what I would have thought. Nope. No. In fact, <clears throat> no one would have ever guessed. And every time I tell people, they're like, huh, really? Dude, really? 80s ballet. Really? And I'm like, interesting. Uh -huh. Well, um, he liked, he, the thing was he actually liked being shoved into lockers. So, <laughs> oh, okay. So he did it so that he would get more of that. Yeah. yeah, I just like being made it, fun it of. It turned him on a little yeah. bit. So, um, well, so I, I danced ballet. So obviously, I was on a stage a bunch, and it's been kind of a common theme in my life that, like, not necessarily like actors like to be front and center because they want that approval from other people, but more mm -hmm. of just I like to perform, I like to move, oh, I like yeah. to do things. Exactly. And and it might be a generational difference because uh, yes, we did kind of grow up in that. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'm what six years older than you, if I remember right. Maybe four. No, six. Yeah, six sure. years older than him. And so there's not a drastic difference between our age, but there seems to be just enough of a difference in our age where we still kind of see some things a little different in that. Because yeah. I didn't necessarily like, grow up internet. Well, you wear you wear glasses, so you obviously see things different. Oh, I yeah. absolutely do. Mm. What's this new thing they have called Yahoo? Okay, so honestly, he had to explain to me what TikTok was, and not when it first came out. He only explained TikTok to me like a year and a half ago. Yeah, TikTok, come on. I'm literally referred to as the old man of the group, and I'm only 42. Listen, I keep my 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 uh, grandmother on speed dial in case I need to Instagram. <laughs> Jesus. Grandma. His dad joke game is on point usually. Oh, wow. Even wow. though I don't have a kid. So. Yeah, you don't. I, I mean, I've got four of them, and yet. Is my, that cheating if dad you make dad jokes dad. without being a dad? Is that no, cheating? I think it's called good no. prep work for later. Yeah, I'm preparing. Yeah. Good good prep work yeah. for later. So, uh, it's okay well, to make dad jokes. Yeah, it is, as long as they're funny. Have you ever done improv yourself? I have not. That's uh, something that, um, I mean, other than what I normally do on a weekly basis, I have not done it for a crowd, but. Uh, I, I keep saying I'm going to, and I never have uh, kind of done it yet, but uh, eventually I'll get around to it. I'm also very lazy. Have I mentioned that? 
Not yet, but I'm glad you did. Yeah, I'm very yeah, lazy. We can agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we can I, agree. I like to make I mean, a lot of things and be lazy about them. So, yeah. I mean, I will say that's one of the things that like generally NTs or neurotypicals have tendency to call folks on the spectrum a lot is lazy because they don't necessarily mm -hmm. know how we do things and look at things right. from our perspective in that way. So we have a tendency to be called that often. I mean, I know I have, but like a lot of times where even I kind of degraded myself and demeaned myself and said I was just being lazy, it was more a matter of I was dealing with, you know, meltdowns or a little bit of burnout from, you know, being oversensed and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And now that I, I'm, now that I know I'm autistic, I can look back on my life and see a bunch of those moments where it was like, <clears> I wasn't <throat> being lazy. I was actually taking care of myself. You know oh, what I mean? So I can good, give myself yeah. a little bit more credit in that way. Yeah, no, and I got yeah, serious. I say I'm, just like you. I say I'm lazy, but I actually do a lot of things yeah. that uh, are probably beyond the the normal range of uh, what the normies would be doing. They yeah. wouldn't be doing a a, a show for twenty four freaking years if they right, <laughs> right. Like you've got to do prep work for that. It's not like you just turn on the mic one day and you're just like, well, I'm going to keep doing it every week. Because even doing a weekly show, there's a lot of work involved in that. Right. Yeah. There is. There is stuff to do. Exactly. Now, as far as the show itself goes, we don't actually, um, we don't talk to each other about what we're going to say. Everything is off the cuff and. Uh, nice. And we joke about that it's scripted, but it's never scripted, especially uh, if you say something that is kind of out there. You go, oh, that was in the script just to be a joke. But uh, uh, there's no okay. script. There's nothing going on. And we don't actually even tell each other what we're going to talk about ahead of time. That's um, kind of cool. So, I mean, we have yeah. to. We actually have to tell each other what we want to talk about ahead of I time. I do throw him curveballs, though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he does. That's what's fun. Yeah, curveballs yeah. are fun. I, come, I pull stuff out of my ass. Real quick. He does. Especially like if I get too serious on the show, he'll immediately just throw in a dad joke or just throw in <laughs> a joke to break it up because I'll get real fixated and stuck into a certain topic and really just get super serious with it. And so he breaks that up for me. Was it 90 percent of the jokes I make up are my jokes? That's true. I don't it's usually true. tell other jokes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he likes to be one of those like artisan hippity dippity hoppity people who like wants everything artisanal and shit. <laughs> Um, artisan. I meant to say artisan, not artisanal. Artisanal is a well. I meant to say artisan. Yeah, there you go. Back in Small my day, batch people. We made coffee with a percolator, and it percolator. tasted like asshole. We liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked my coffee burnt. I used the dirty underwear for a filter. Right. I mean, come on. It's clean. It'll be sanitized. It's hot water. Yeah. I'm doing, I'm accomplishing two things, coffee and laundry. Yeah, that's right. See, you kids with your right space age freeze dried coffee. There you go. Sp oh, freeze dried coffee. Sanka. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I like to make fun mugs. of We didn't grab our mugs it's today. Okay. Uh, I, I'm what used to you calling just got him, him out. from the someplace there that I can't yeah we, name on it but we went yeah. to a local coffee place uh and we usually we use our on the spectrum mugs oh yeah available oh, at your store yes actually if you go to our facebook page because i'm a shameless promoter of all things uh if you go to our facebook page you can actually access our merchandise you can get shirts you can get whatever you would like with our logo on it i'm gonna stop shamelessly That's promoting right. free advertise pay to advertise for us yeah yeah, come on. <laughs> Pay for a mug, show it off to your friends, and yeah, have all of them be like, you listen to what? You do yeah. it for Coca-Cola, do it for me, too. But exactly. you don't look autistic. That's all right. That's I don't right. need to look right. like it. I just need you to pay me money. I don't, I don't need to look. 
Oh. Um, I make fun of him for being an old man because yes, you do. he's completely out of touch sometimes. Completely. Doesn't understand anything mm. technology-wise or... Not. We're modern world. I don't get it. Yep. This, I can't hear him. You done something. Yeah. That was the, that was the whole five minutes ahead of this. Yes. He's, he's yes, basically, he's in his 40s <laughs> and he acts like he's in his 60s or 70s. Well, I dress like it too. Look, Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, I mean, I honestly should have retired like four years ago and moved to Florida. Uh, I dress mm. like it and I act like it. You know, I, I should have wait. dinner at four in the mm. afternoon. I remember when women were property. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's a joke. That's terrible. What a terrible thing to say. Why am I laughing at this? Well, don't don't worry. Cats, don't worry. That's like middle ground property for us. in a way. So, yeah, so. that's middle ground for jokes we tell. Mm. I mean, but I will say there's there's a difference. And actually, with as much experience as you have doing doing a podcast and kind of having a, a, a public show, there's a difference to the way we talk publicly and the way we talk on our, on our shows. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm a, an overly polite, quiet person in public, in public. Yes. OK, so what are you privately? Oh, I well, you can <laughs> if you listen to the show, I'm a terrible, uh, pushy, bully asshole. Oh. Oh, excellent. So sometimes, I mean, I'm being a little more polite with you guys, but uh, a lot of times, yeah, I'll, I'll just say, you know, mean things. And, you know, I will say, uh, if you're going to be yourself, here is the place to be. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, you're, watch you're, out. More than welcome. you're more than welcome to say anything you would like in any way you would like. <laughs> and if it's funny enough, we'll clip yeah. it out and we'll put it on social media. It was okay, funny that's enough. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I'm kind of gauging uh, everything right now, so I never, I don't go into it uh, full on all the time. So yeah, I have to. I just want to make sure I don't want to make. The funny thing is, you know, yeah. uh, typically, I probably say a lot, a lot of things that make people upset on the show, but mm-hmm. um, in real life, no, I don't do that. And I, I, it's not that I want to make people upset. It's just whatever enters in in that environment, whatever enters my enters my head comes out of my mouth and. Uh, right. And in public, you can't do that. And so I, I am somewhere in between right now. So is, is that where I've been going wrong all these years, Steve? And the only thing I saw <laughs> was on I his website. The only thing I saw was on his website. He did say on one of his posts that OJ mm-hmm. Simpson was innocent. But oh, yeah. Oh, what was that? <laughs> excellent, excellent. I mean, support the juice. Absolutely. I guess. I mean, technically, he was. He was. He that's was, I mean, that's true. He, he was, was found innocent. innocent. That, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was right. found innocent. Let's, not guilty does not mean innocent. Okay. What? So let's move on. Andrew Tate. No. Um, what? So, what, are there any other reasons why you um, really think that you may be on no. the spectrum? Oh, oh we're, we're back to that. Yeah. I don't like to be touched. To I can't stand being touched. Uh-huh. Anybody touches me, I can't stand it. I feel like they're. Uh, my skin's on fire. You know, Is most cats something? don't like to be touched. <laughs> wow. So I will say I can I can uh, relate a great deal. Uh, I always describe rain as being a thousand fingers touching me, and it's yeah. so uncomfortable. You know, some people might yeah. be into that though. Not um, anywhere close to me, and apparently not Bob. So yeah, y'all yeah, can I keep don't, your fingers can't away. Can't be hugged. Don't like to be hugged. Yeah. You I can mean, just imagine interesting... the smells in this room. <laughs> That's horrible. He doesn't like water on his skin, so I don't. Yeah. Well, you know. I hey, it's not that I don't take showers or clean He's myself. I just ages, don't like you know. to. I mean, honestly, yeah, um, if this was 1734, 
I would probably be doing okay. I only have to bathe yeah. once a month. That and you believe in owning people. Oh, God. Just scrape your skin with a, a stick and you'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> Just rub it off with a stick. I can't believe you um, said that. It's a I joke. I can't I stand to get joke. my hair cut. You guys like to get your hair cut? I can't nope. stand that. All right, nope. Bob, he, he does not believe in owning people. Okay, that was a joke. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I assumed that yeah. was true. Unless he owns you for some reason, which I didn't realize. But Only um, until Thursday. We have a contract. Yeah, that's, yeah. I keep him on the old school version of no. it. Seven years. It's called indentured servitude. Yeah, it's a little different. It's like a Hollywood, uh, old Hollywood contract system where that's you right. own them. So. Yeah, you, today right. you're doing this show, God damn it! I don't care what you say. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I like to treat him like Betty Davis, just as a yeah, showpiece exactly. to put on the cover. Yep. Betty Davis. <laughs> you're my Betty Davis. That's right. That's See, right. he has old man references. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you know who's a racket? That Lucille Ball. <laughs> Well, there's a, that's an interesting thing about you say that, but it, it's interesting because uh, I know a lot of people and, and uh, they don't know these people because they said they're there before their time. But I know so many people before my time. Yeah. And I think that's normal. And a lot of people don't, like you just said. And I, I don't know if that has anything to do with the spectrum part of it, but it seems that uh, I always just think people don't pay attention how many young kids like uh, the that. Beatles? That's, There's a lot of young people who like the Beatles. The Beatles have been popular since they came out. Well, but that's just well. They also though. have they also have a big marketing thing right. going on still, <clears throat> and they're always in the news here and there. And and right. we have the fake Paul McCartney to thank for that. But anyhow, yeah, right, that's true. Like there's there's a lot of reasons why the Beatles maintain their level of popularity, and only some of it has to do with they put out music people like. Right, like yeah. it's not even completely because of that. I mean, honestly, like you can find a Beatles song in hey, so many It was just an movies. example. Oh, I know. I I'm know. just saying that there's a lot of older <laughs> things people like. I, I always you know it's your racket, that Bob Hope. <laughs> That's right. There's nothing wrong with Bob Hope. There's nothing. Hey, wrong it's old ski now. It's Bob yeah. Hope here. Um, I mean, with, with what you said about uh, it could be something on the spectrum. Um, I mean, it very well could be. It depends on the, the special interest a person has right, because we exactly. have tendency to absorb that information a little bit easier, supposedly, than other folks. Supposedly. I, well, I, I always say supposedly. It's a superpower. I tell you, people who don't have it uh, or don't have the uh, same experience are losing right. out. I tell you, you know. I always thought could it be. was normal. Like growing up, exactly. so I've talked exactly. it on the show before about how when I was in school, I would go through something once in class, read it or listen to the lesson, and then I would just remember it. Yeah, me too. And I, I thought that it was weird that other people needed to go over things a bunch of times or study. And mm -hmm. like, I just, I read through the thing. They're like, yeah, well, you didn't read it. Well, they'd ask me a question. I'm like, yeah, it's this. And they're like, oh. And they'd be surprised <laughs> yeah. I remember it. I'm like, well, because you told me once, I don't need to hear it 15 times. Or I read it once, I don't need to read it 15 times. Right. I got it. The, the only you got it. The only time I ever had an issue with that was once I got to college and you had much tighter, smaller time frames to to memorize stuff. <clears throat> and so and you also ended up the workload wise was so much larger. Uh, that's the only time I the, that kind of thing. I had to actually like reread shit. Yeah. Nick struggles with large loads. I really do. I really do. Oh, no. oh. Yep. Yeah. You give me any more than five inches and I, I can't <laughs> handle it. Um, well. <laughs> All I'm right. trying to think of a comeback to that, yeah, but there's, uh, just, just saying that, one. is it's yeah. comeback enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never been a big fan of that either, though. Innuendo. You guys are into innuendo. Oh, here. very much so. Um, and you don't even have one in the room. Nope. Yeah. 
Uh, that I can see that this right. is covered up with the soundproofing. Uh, I mean, we actually recently just put that up, which is awesome. We're we're making it look yeah. pseudo like a studio. Yeah, you're like, <gasps> hey, you like you look like uh, you're doing a you know a real radio show with all this here. I know, right? Bravo, Steve. The smooth sounds oh, of geez. my butthole. <laughs> Only on one hundred one point two. The end. Apparently, you, you just got a yeah. wax. Yeah, apparently. Wow. So smooth. Nice. <laughs> I okay. just drank Sorry. a pint so of Pepto like King. I need Albuquerque, New Mexico. What do you got to say to my butthole? <laughs> I'm sorry. The voice you threw on that was great. <clears throat> like the words and the voice together were just. I just drank a pint of X Lax. Yeah, you did. So you, you knew Larry King reference. That's an old reference as well. Because I mean, I, he actually came into this time period, but he's pretty darn. He's pretty darn old. So. Oh yeah. Oh, by I, the time by he's the, my favorite half yeah. human, half owl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he's only had like ten heart attacks, but he's he'll he'll ma- he makes it. It's amazing. Really, not, I is his show still on? Like, no, I don't think he's doing I mean, it anymore. I think he pretty much just only, a ball. Somewhere. Yeah, he only quit recently too, which was yeah. weird. I'm on my fifth wife. Yeah, and he, he said that in 1982. Uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, he'd been doing that show for what 40 years or yeah. something. Larry King live. He was doing it online as well. Uh, after that, he got wow. canceled. So, yeah. oh, he got canceled. Yeah, he got. Well, of course he got canceled. My gosh. Oh, I mean everybody does. He he uh, he was just talking gibberish at the end. Who knows what he's doing? <laughs> yeah, so maybe he qualifies to be president. Oh. <laughs> uh oh, pol- president, <laughs> president Uh-oh. elect King. What are you going to do in your first ninety days? <laughs> first ninety days, I'm going to change my diaper. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Oh, I could uh, believe it or not. I could see him we saying could, that. We could crane off in all directions here. If you oh, like, so. absolute. I just hope if anybody who, who listens to our show is like a huge Joe Biden fan, I mean, I just yeah. upset them. Yeah, but that, yeah, I don't like to get into politics too much because that seems to make people even really angry. But uh, yeah. I can make fun of Joe Biden. I make fun of every president. That's true. Yeah. He does. I, he equally, does. yeah. I don't. I don't uh, see why they would they want to. I mean, there's no good choices. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I think there never really was. I think people were just much better at like packaging themselves at one point. Have you Nowadays, heard of, it's like. Have you heard of the game, um, excuse my language, but fuck, marry, kill? Yeah, of course. I think yeah, everybody's yeah. heard of that. We game. should do that with the presidential candidates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the problem is, is every time you say kill, then you get a knock on the door. It's That's true. true. Yeah. Right. Well, no, not until they're voted in. If they're just running, like it's only if it's a Clinton. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, only, if it's, only if it's a Clinton. Uh, I think it goes further back than that. Wow. Yeah. yeah, much. That was wow. A joke too. Wow. Me in right. trouble. No, no. I mean, you painted both sides pretty well. You know, I haven't made any Republican jokes yet. You did too. You made fun of Trump. Yeah, you made fun of Trump oh, earlier yeah. on the show. You're like, yeah. I mean, all you got to do is one more. There you go with fake news. Yeah, all you got to do is make fun of one more Republican, and then you're going to be even. Yeah, actually, we were me, we were driving on the you. way here. We were talking about like if if we were going to have any guests on the show, mm-hmm. we would never have Trump on. Yes, and uh, he would never do our show anyway. But like, oh, you never know. I was doing an impression of what he would be like if mm-hmm. he came on the show. Like, I love autism. Autism is awesome. 
Some of the greatest people I know are autistic. Baron, I love what they're doing. Yeah, (laughs) he would just he would probably try to make us feel good about it. You look at what these autistic people are doing. They're just doing amazing things. Yeah. I don't know why you just made me regret being autistic all of a sudden, (laughs) but you did. Thank you, uh, former president guy. Listen, you want a job? You want to? I'll give you a job. I'll give you a job. You're a you're great autistic. You remember things. You'll be my walking Rolodex. There yep. you go. We'll yeah. go to the casino. We'll do Rain Man. It'll be great. Oh, my that's God. right. Hey, I met Rain Man, by the way. You met oh, yeah. Dustin Hoffman? Oh, the real no, Rain I Man. Met, I met the real Rain oh, Man. Oh, the real guy. Oh, okay. His, his name was Kim Peek. Oh. What was, did Dustin Hoffman do a good job at representing who that person was? No. Oh. No. <laughs> Oh, he was playing a fictional p- version of him. Yeah, uh, that's he, was, a, uh, he was nothing like uh, the or what was he? he was an amalgam. Kim Peek was one of the one of the main people, but he was an amalgam. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. they uh, there's a, that's kind of a controversial thing in our circle. Yeah. The community is like non autistic people playing autistic characters. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't think that regular folk, for, normal I, say people. regular well, folk but, in air yeah, quotes normies. and yeah. I'll be I'll be devil's advocate for this sure. if they're actors can't they do anything that's the whole point of acting isn't well, it? so yes and um uh, and i'll say it this way not necessarily completely for our community but just in for the entire uh, uh topic of representation in that premise um then we would literally be able to have men and women both play opposite sides. Yes. And is that a proper representation? And not just proper representation, but is that person going to be able to truly connect with the emotion that they're supposed to convey? Like it's because casting yes. Nick as Martin Luther King Jr. Right. I don't think that'd idea. be a great idea. But not, <laughs> but they, just, but not just because... You may find an actor who could do it, and they don't maybe. necessarily have to be... Maybe uh, African American. It'll be um, maybe, but at the same time, though, is the person because a job of an actor is also to be able to not just be close to who that human being is, but also to be able to connect, convey, and connect with the emotional state sure. in that scene. Well, also, if the well, people watching, if you've never been through a certain moment, how can you connect with? Well, that moment? I would also say the consumer, the person watching it. Yeah. So if you're a black American, yes, and you watch a white guy playing mm-hmm. Martin Luther King Jr., it may be hard for you as a black person to right. they might, identify yeah, they with that character. Very well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you're also <laughs> leaving out a couple of uh, very important parts of, uh-huh. of the process, which is uh, editing <laughs> and um, the director and so forth. So to be honest, the actor almost doesn't have to do much. In fact, sometimes they... If you if you've ever met uh, like let's say you know I want to I don't know if you've ever met like your heroes as an actor and you find out they're really terrible, uh, boring, vapid people. I've heard Edward Norton yeah. is a douchebag, even though I've always thought he was a good actor. Well, all yeah. of all of my favorite actors are far too old, dead, or now they have neurological issues. So I'm screwed on meeting <laughs> all of them. Um, well, Bob he, he was a big example. fan of Army yeah. Hammer. Oh God! Really? Oh my goodness! What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so, uh, so we yeah. should go back to the days of like Breakfast at Tiffany and Mickey Rooney. That's what you're saying? No, no. I'm what kidding. I'm saying is, <laughs> you mean where he what played I'm the Asian is, dude, yes, the Chinese guy? It was a joke. It was a joke. As as um, but I'm saying is that as an actor, mm-hmm. so. I understand wanting to be represented. And, and again, I'm a little bit more in the middle of this. I've been a little bit of a devil's advocate on this subject. But the um, the nature of acting is that you can do things beyond the scope of, of what you are. And so by that very nature, 
you don't have to be, you know, exactly this or exactly that. You know, a, an example, a kind of a famous example would be mm-hmm. um, in uh, um, uh, in Forrest Gump. Lieutenant Dan had legs. Yes. Gary yes. Sinise could walk around, but they made him not have legs. So mm-hmm. do you have to have had your legs blown off in Vietnam in order to play a guy with his legs blown off in Vietnam? Um, no. But, right. I, I, uh, I think there okay, are I'll give limits, you I'll give you a more yeah. ridiculous example. Okay. Um, the one I can't remember the name of the movie right now. It's the one that I was telling you about with Gary Oldman and uh-huh. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, where they're a family of little people. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, I watched Dinklage. that movie. It was it was wild. Yeah, and yeah, was it Tiptoe? Is that what it's called? Tiptoes. Yeah, yeah. Tip-toe. And and Gary Oldman plays a little person, which looked yeah. ridiculous, by the way, because his arms are like normal size. Right, his arms. And then his, he's supposed to have <laughs> these little legs. Is, is not because normally, yeah. if you're a dwarf, you're proportionate. Like your arms would be right, shorter. Yeah. But he has like normal size arms and then little legs. It just looks ridiculous. Oh. Yeah. So they did a very good job. It looks like he's walking on his knees the whole time. Oh. Yeah, he was on his knees. So yeah. I will say the other side of representation <clears throat> that I do agree with quite a lot, because I, I agree with you about being an actor. Like an actor should, you know, if they're good at what they do and they study well, uh, they should be able to have a wide range of things to be able to do. But the other sure. side of representation is also being able to see yourself in a character from an audience perspective and be able to see that you're capable of something. Like I might that's, that's a good actor. That's a good well, actor then. But my yeah. my best friend is uh, Jamaican American and me and him have had this conversation mm. quite a bit. And one of the things he said to me that when growing up, okay, as an African American uh, young man, not being able to see a lot of representation of right. himself as successful actually mm. set him up to believe that it might not be possible. And I was right. like, but you know it's possible. And he goes, I can intellectually tell you that, but I never saw it. And so it was very hard to convince myself that I could do anything other than the stereotype that I grew up with. And he's roughly my age. So, like, we're talking about, is, you know, is 80s he on the spectrum as well? No, 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 no. Okay. That's what think autistic people can only be friends about any of that he just do whatever he thought he could do uh relatively i mean even in our community right now there's a lot of people who are asking for representation um, a more adequate or accurate representation of autistic people in media and i and i get it from the standpoint that ian explained it to me because i never really thought about it from that way that there's been a wide range of people that i could visibly identify with granted when i found out i was bipolar and when i found out i was autistic immediately most of the white males i had seen in starring roles i was like but they don't represent me anymore cuz uh, yeah i mean he me. hasn't murdered three people in cold blood that's yet. true so, that's true so far yeah yeah I was, there's I was, always hope for the future i know right i mean i've always been aiming to be famous by killing a busload of nuns but that was my thing Oh, you know, what? that was going to be my call to fame. If you're going to do that, do priests. So then that way, at least you'll be a hero in someone's eyes. And that is a true statement. Yeah, I should probably leave the <laughs> nuns alone. They didn't touch any boys. Um, chances are chances are very unlikely that they did. Yeah. Right. Right. You know, but they were speaking, women aren't uh, think, molesters uh, typically. Nick Not wants typically. to do, he wants to do like a Martha Stewart living type show, but had kind of more oh, like really? a Dahmer twist to it. Uh huh. There you go. How to yeah. cook a foot. Exactly. Yeah. Today with thighs. Yeah. From a runner. Okay. (laughs) The best cut, if you ask me, is the brisket. I'm I'm partial to the love handle myself. (laughs) 
Too fatty. Too fatty. You're gonna get at least you get, get somewhere with it. You gotta trim muscle. off a little bit of the fat. Who right. Knows? Right. Roast well, it slow, low keep, and slow. Keep some of it for the flavor. I mean, come on. Yeah. He does like the liver though. <laughs> with a yeah. nice Chianti. Well, Anthony Hopkins has recently come out as being autistic, so I guess I can uh, ah. identify with that character. Please ah. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> Do you hear the lambs bleating, Clarice? All right. Did anybody else watch him initially start talking as that character? And like, I get you did bad things, but you <clears> seem <throat> like a nice guy. I mean, <laughs> I th- I would think you would identify more with Buffalo Bill. Because I'm a big fan of lotion? No, I've pits. seen that lampshade in What's your house. Lotion? I know what it's made out of. <laughs> Foreskin? <laughs> oh, oh. Well, yes, because I was a moil in a past life. Uh, <laughs> Nick Nick likes to do brisk the old-fashioned way. I can't let these things way. go to waste. That's right. I got to make That's something right. out of them. You know, use all the What's viable What's this book from the Nazis? 101 <laughs> uses for human skin? Yeah, right? Fantastic. How, Steve, how did you let somebody else make a Nazi joke before you? How, how did you do that? I did not see that coming. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that's Joseph Mengele is the author. I wonder who he was. Yep, exactly. Exactly. That's funny. <laughs> it was funny, Steve. All right. He Steve's just probably a little bit upset, uh, maybe a little bit annoyed because he's usually the one that likes to make Nazi jokes. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to encroach on anybody's. Tail. No, it's fine. No, Did you ever? No. S- I hate those fucking Nazis, man. See, there you go. I think all three of us can agree, at least publicly in front of a camera, we can all agree. Yeah. Bad people. Nazis are bad. Yes. Nazis are bad. (laughs) (laughs) Nazis are bad. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Yeah. The most perfect villain for any uh, movie, the Nazi. The Nazis? Or a British person. Really? Well, it depends on what time period the movie you know, like, set in. Like Star Wars, all the people on the Death Star were British. Oh, that's true. Oh, the Star Destroyers. Have you ever noticed like movies, they have British villains? Yeah, but do you know what the funny thing was? They were British people portraying Nazis. Yes. Basically, they were, yeah. I mean, yeah. the the Empire is basically Nazis in Star Wars. They're Nazis. Yeah. yeah. They literally have stormtroopers. They yes. have stormtroopers. Yeah. Yes. And they and most of those people probably lived through the war, and so they knew what they were talking about. Lived experience. We'll tie it back to our conversation here. <laughs> That's right, lived experience. And they were genociding um, the jetties. Well, wow, what they were? Yeah. What? No, no, no. Order sixty six. Yeah, yeah, they got rid of the jetty. Yeah, order yeah. sixty six. It's jetty. That's how you pronounce it. The Jedi. The je- opposed to Jedi. Yes. The Jedi okay. is also, is this some kind of aqua reference, water reference? The Jedi. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. R- really? Jedi? <laughs> you, Why not? You're going you're gonna to F with the pronunciation of Jedi? Mm-hmm. You're going to ruin every nerd's dream of being a mm-hmm. Jedi? You know what I just pictured in my head? Because what? we're talking about Nazis and Jewish people and Jedis. Oh, I can only <clears> imagine what I was just picturing, picturing in my head. This like Jedi pulling out a menorah and then like several lightsabers oh pop God. out where the candles go. I'm surprised that wasn't in Spaceballs, to be honest with you. I, yeah, that, right? that's totally a Spaceballs thing. Yeah. Right. That's a Mel Brooks joke right there. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> you have to write him a oh note before he passes away. Seven, uh, menorah with right. seven lightsabers. Yeah. Right. So uh question for you, Bob. Did you happen to watch History of the World Part Two? They put it out on I, I haven't watched it yet. I watched the first one, oh, uh, but I've never seen the second one yet. 
I, I, I saw it was out there. I think it's on Hulu or something, yeah. but yeah, I have is. not uh, had a chance to. Well, yeah, I've had many chances to watch it. I haven't yet. Yeah. I'll put it that way. I haven't watched it yet, uh, but one of the guys who stars in it, who helped, uh, uh, who co-wrote, I guess, with uh, Mel Brooks, he actually said, unfortunately, at this age, Mel Brooks did not want to do Jews in Space like he promised us in the first one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Why not? Have you ever seen part one? A long time ago. I don't okay. remember it very so well. at the very end of it. What a show. Yeah. Like at the very end, it talked about Jews in space for Jews. the next one. Uh, I saw it once when I was a teenager. Yeah. And I just don't remember. So the the guy, and I completely forgot his name. He's been in a bunch of stuff, uh, but I forget his name. But the actor was talking about how Mel Brooks didn't want to do that. And that actually was one of the proposals for the show. Uh, for part two was to actually have that, like bring all of the things that he kind of said he was going to in that mm -hmm. end portion, actually do that, right? But I guess years later, it's been, what, <clears throat> almost 40 years or so since uh, History of the World Part One came out? Oh, and, at least. Yeah. At least, yeah. And so Mel Brooks decided, 81, I think it was. 81. Oh, 81. Yeah. Back so in my day, comedies were funny. Yeah, so he decided he didn't want to do that because obviously times have changed. It's been 40 years. And so he wanted to make something that was still in the same vein or style of comedy, obviously. But he wanted to also incorporate the growth that he's had, I guess, or the modern change in society uh, or something. Growth? You mean cancer? Over overrated. Yeah, I, I mean, overrated. this is also a guy who in the 70s did Blazing Saddles. Right. Like, exactly. Come on. He used to be like cutting edge and like the guy to push boundaries and asked for no apology. And now he's like, man, let's play it safe. I'm, I'm almost I, well, dead. Let's that's play it what safe. happens when you get a lot of money. You know, that's you true. Well, you got to worry about losing all of it. That's right. Seinfeld uh, tells tame jokes. But he almost always. What's has. up with those air airline peanuts? I don't know. I've got a peanut allergy and they keep throwing them out at everybody. Right. I mean, honest there's, to God, there's a bad Seinfeld joke. There. Yeah, well, I think he's a funny guy, but I mean, I can't get through a single special of his. I love watching now, Seinfeld the TV I'll, uh, show. I'll tell you, I think it was Bobcat Goldthwait because yeah. they don't like each other apparently in in public. Uh, said that uh, Jerry Seinfeld is, you know, his luck was meeting Larry David, and that's mm. the only reason he's famous and everything is because he. Paired up with Larry David, so I think Larry if you watch Your Enthusiasm, I would agree. Yeah, I agree. But I, absolutely, Larry David is hilarious. I mean, yeah. honest to God, where would Jerry Seinfeld still be? He would still be a stand-up comic, uh, mm -hmm. uh, not the most famous stand-up comic, because even mm -hmm. when he got that show, he wasn't like top-tier comic at the time. Mm -mm. Uh, so where would he be? Do you remember when um, a career that failed? Larry David went on SNL and did Bernie Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he played Bernie Sanders. Oh, it was so funny! It was super great. Yeah, it, and then the two so, of them. Yeah, I don't other. know. Maybe that's true. Maybe, well, I think Seinfeld was a uh, uh, the palatable Jewish person, opposed to Larry David, who looks very Jewish uh, compared to Jerry Seinfeld. Absolutely. I mean, he's Larry David. Essentially, is a walking stereotype. Right. Right. But at yeah. the same time, would Larry David? be as famous See, as he is now if that it character wasn't for Seinfeld. In Kirby Enthusiasm, yes. the character in yeah. Kirby Enthusiasm is very much like Nick. That's how you are in real life. Seriously? <laughs> I've watched a couple of episodes. Just That's like, really like the me. most inappropriate Dude. things. Does it go pretty, pretty, making pretty good. Making horrible mistakes. Huh. Yep. Is mm -hmm. that why I didn't laugh when I watched a couple of episodes? Like, I, don't I was get just it. like, oh my God, it's my life. Like this this <laughs> poor guy, he's so persecuted, just like me. <laughs> 
I'm I'm totally identifying with him. I know, right? So, Bob, you said you think Larry David would have been famous anyway without. I Jim? think. Well, I the problem was, uh, and if you read anything about him, you know he was very uh, kind of harsh, mm-hmm. and uh, so maybe not because maybe Seinfeld was the guy that smoothed the path, and and David was the person to bring the funny stuff. So. It takes it takes two. So you got one of you guys needs to smooth the path, if the other one is going to be overly harsh. So, well, he's not doing a very good job with these Nazi jokes. Uh. Well, you know, we all we all have mountains to climb and overcome. We all do. It's just like uh, um, you know, if you think of all the duos, right? So yeah, uh, Jobs and Wozniak. So Wozniak obviously was the brains of that, and everybody you know accolades for Jobs, but Jobs really is he's not a genius. He's just a guy who can, you know, sell things. He's a mouthpiece. He's a good promoter. Yeah, he's definitely a mouthpiece. And, uh, you know, Martin and Lewis, uh, if you think back in, mm-hmm. into your time there, uh, <laughs> what you like, you know, Dean Martin made Jerry Lewis palatable. And whenever Dean yes. Martin was away, then Jerry Lewis became too much. Right. Uh, most people, I mean, there are some successes, but not as many as there was with the both of them. So, right. you know, that's what you get. Abbott and Costello. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. It goes on and on. You got to have this Laurel and Hardy, Mike and Ike, right? Mike and Ike, yeah. I mean, where would they be without it? That's right. One would yeah. be colorful, and the other one would have sugar. Without without Marge, Homer would not be palatable. So that, there you go. I mean, absolutely. I I would actually say that 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 should maybe be used as as an allegory for all of life. That we all need somebody to kind of counterbalance us, or yeah. all different parts of society need to have a counterbalance. You know what the funny thing is, though, when it comes to acting or performing, mm-hmm. I think more often than not, you play the straight man more than I do. Yes, at least yes. if we're together. Oh no, absolutely. Uh, well, because that's kind of your time to be energetic and shine and be goofy, and then I am in real life. And so, plus he's he's married, and you're not. That's true. I am. He's got to play the straight man at this point. Yeah, that's right. I, I've got to pretend. No matter what everybody's still himself. questioning what you are, so yeah, they already he's true. already picked a path. I mean, shit, man. In the seven years I've known you, you've gone through like several women. Compensate. I'm just saying, you're really doing a good job of playing pretend. Is that the new? Is that the latest lady right there? Apparently, this okay. is the latest lady. Oh, okay. Although her boobs jiggle as much as so, most of my exes. Before, um, I, just saying. I want a woman that can fit in my pocket. I can take around with. So me. before right. any any, if any women are listening to this and they get uh, upset about this, my girlfriend yeah. bought me this. Yes, she did. Oh, actually, right. it was the girlfriend. Who I don't know why she bought me a little girl with jiggly boobs. Right. So. Oh, well. I mean, they're set up on probably a spring. To keep you away for a while. It's probably. <laughs> That's probably true. It's probably true. <laughs> I would not buy something like that for myself because I'm not. Yeah. You know, uh, fascinated with anime boobs? No, I, I find it like kind of when people buy, it's kind of like, you know, the, they there. have those know. pens yeah. where like you turn upside down and the girl's mm-hmm. naked. Yeah. I find yeah. stuff like that to be very kind of like tacky. Yeah. yeah. So I agree. I agree. I agree. Tacky. I agree. Um, and you're right. He does have a bunch of anime figures behind him as well. Oh, I don't know. who's. I didn't know where we were at. I didn't know if it was your place or his. Well, place no, or... the word we're at his. Okay, well there you go. This yeah, is my, my office. You do. Man, I turned. I think. I think. I, think man, I got kids. Down, you wanted uh, anime. Only the top part of an anime with big boobs. That's right. right. That's only the top. I turned my just office to make sure they can't run away from him. Yeah. I do have Picard too on the wall, though. I got some. Oh, okay. Well, Patrick Stewart. Okay. His head looks like a big boob, so it's okay. Yeah. Um. No, like we could probably never do this at my place. I have kids. They get yeah, loud. Um, always in the way. I mean, not mm-hmm. only am I on the spectrum, but I have two children that are on the spectrum as well. 
It's they're, they're they're only good when they get old enough to do things, so you don't have to do them anymore. That that would be for one of my children. <laughs> that was the other one will killer. always need me. Yeah, what, one no one of one of my children. Uh, so if we're talking autism language, uh, me and Steve are level one, and uh, one oh, of my children up. is a level two, which means uh, she has a little <clears throat> bit higher of support needs than me and Steve would have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that regard, she'll always be living with me and her mom. Always. Yeah. Um, and like my oldest son, because I've actually got four kids. I'm on my second marriage, uh, two with my first. And now uh, wow. my current partner had two children. So I just consider all four of them mine. But my oldest son is also on the spectrum uh, mm-hmm. and he is a level one. So like with him, there's a lot more independence in that way. Uh, and then we also have two children who are NTs to the best of our knowledge so far. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and my father told me at some yet. point I might have to take care of my brother. Right. Because yeah. so. his brother has another type of diffi- uh, yeah. difficulty. I don't want to say disability. I'm trying yeah, to stray away from that. A terrible word. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to stray I, I away from I think it's it. a different ability, to be honest with you. It could be. I, I mean, I think words like disability uh, should be up to that person to identify themselves as. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with like, cause when, when I was diagnosed, it was still Asperger's syndrome, not level mm-hmm. one, not high function, not any of that stuff. Um, and I had no problem using that terminology, but I agree now because some people don't like that term. I think it's up to the individual to identify in such a way, almost like mm-hmm. identify like pronouns, but I think it's up to us to identify that kind of stuff. Yeah. Everybody you know? comes in Asperger's like ass. That's true. He actually used to say Asperger's. Asperger's. <laughs> uh, Yeah. Like, hmm. I'm going to make some later, actually. I got a nice piece of rump in the fridge. Yep, there you go. Going to make some Asperger's. Asperger's, great. Uh, <laughs> uh, By the way, Asperger was a Nazi. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that back. Yeah, I'm really it. glad you're doing some callbacks here. Well, they're all, uh, they all got brought over, you know, so. Well, that, yeah. Werner von Braun, Nazi. Yep. That's right. Operation Paperclip. Of, Operation Paperclip, exactly. NASA right. was founded by Nazis. Oh yes, that yeah, part of Nazis. Yep. Yeah, because yeah. we were like, hey, you know, we'll, we'll do, overlook do that whole. Space. Yeah, probably. We'll overlook that whole Nazi thing if you give us your rocket technology. That's right. <laughs> we can forgive and forget for all that you know. We just need to. We can't let those Russians have the only ones who have the rockets because the Russians took scientists too. So. Yeah, they. Uh, so, yeah, they split them up. It was like it was almost like dodgeball. You know, they're picking people. So is that why we didn't go after Stalin? Because we didn't have a way to blackmail him into giving us stuff. Well, he was one. He was one of the big shows. He was a he was a captain, so he was picking teams. Yeah, yeah. like Stalin killed way more people. I think some of their rocket scientists were better than ours because oh. they developed well, yeah, working rockets a lot sooner than we did. That and they had no problem with doing human testing. Uh, maybe, and they probably oh, had God. slave labor too. Well, they did. Yeah. So it's called all the rest of the people. Anybody who wasn't part of the government. Yeah, that's right. it. Not part of the government. We're going to put it that way, opposed to any other way. We Not part of it. the whatever the Soviet regime, whatever you want to call it. Oh, I thought we were also talking about Nazis. No, no, I was talking about the Soviets. They yes. they beat us into space, and they they kept they beating us because their rockets worked better. Ours kept blowing up. Right. Even though Werner von Braun was supposedly the creator of the V two rocket, which mm-hmm. we used to get to the moon, but. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm really glad we all know history so well. So bring us back to the present time. Um, well, just so we know, Bob, uh, we're, we're approaching the hour mark. So yeah. I just want to let you know, we, don't take uh, we can continue time, to guess, record if you want to talk, but, um, yeah, I'll talk for a while longer. Sure. Uh, great. You don't, you don't need to cut that out or at all either. I'll, I'll, 
I'm being held against my will. Look at my eyebrows. <laughs> I just All wanted right. to make sure I was respectful of your time. So, yeah, so I'll tell you. I'll tell you when I gotta go if I have to. So. Okay. So I do gotta ask this: Why a blue cat? I've got to ask that question directly. Why a blue cat? Because it was available. Uh, because of the software I'm using, it was something that was easily uh, available. Oh, okay. That's coincidentally that's how I got my last girlfriend. That is true, actually. Yeah, she availability. Just to be available. That yeah. the catalog. That's all you need. The software yeah. worked out. So. Yeah. <laughs> you were literally like, "Who could I stand to have around me?" Oh yeah, that person I, doesn't talk. I a swipe lot. left to the end, and then I just said, "Okay." Yeah, he's not lucky enough to have found her online. Instead, he found her <laughs> at a play he was doing. Oh, really? You're doing a play? What was, was your part? Is it anything known? or? Um, it's from a show called A Man for All Seasons, mm-hmm. which is oh, about yeah. Sir okay. Thomas More. I was playing yeah. uh, the guy dating Thomas More's daughter, William okay. Roper, who was... Uh, was this, she the daughter? Yeah. Yeah. And they ended up, ah, they ended up being so real you, friendly. You used... You used your acting prowess to, mm-hmm. to reel her in. So she, you were totally believable in the role, and she just bought it. She yeah. actually described him she as thinks being she's a still, very different kind of guy. She actually still thinks shit. that she's playing the role now. So she doesn't know. <laughs> she thinks the play's still going on. She's pretending Did to be I mentioned that I was also a hypnotherapist? Yeah. She she actually she actually told me at one point uh, a while back, but she actually told me at one point that that's actually something that she found appealing about you was because you talk so differently than other guys. I don't know what like, that yeah, means. No shit, he's autistic, and she goes, that's "No, true. no, I mean he's so much more intellectual." And I was like, "Yeah, he's autistic." Yeah, she was, was like, yeah. "Well, but sometimes he can be emotional." I was like, "When? When does that happen? Tell me at what point." I've had a lot to no. drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, That's when I'm emotional too. Is when I, I drink. Always talking. I'm on a tone. Hello, you know, people. How are you today? W- weirdly enough, I think we've both in our lives been described as talking with a monotone. But mm-hmm. I don't hear it when he talks, and I'm assuming you don't hear it when I talk. Uh, like, I can't hear his voice in monotone, and it's not like an inability to hear it, but like, I've never heard him talk in a monotone, but I know we've both been described as other from other people that way. Because hmm. I was, actually- I would say, I, I would guess, I would guess, mm-hmm. I would hazard to think that most people who probably are on the spectrum don't recognize, uh, at least at first glance, mm-hmm. others who are on the spectrum because they don't, those things aren't triggered, you know what I'm saying? So they're just, it's all normal. Because so, to us, our behavior is recognized yeah, to it's us all very as normal. part yeah, of the normal. All very normal. So I'm more like Hal, and he's like Kit. That's how we talk. <laughs> so I later, he's British, and you're not British. I later or? turn into the principal on Boy Meets World. Sure, great. I'll take That's that. Right. What's wrong with uh, Principal Feeney? What the hell? Yeah. Uh, actually, much. Oh, I much more like being part of Knight Rider. That's why awesome. Except for I have to have David Hasselhoff in me, and Michael. nobody enjoys that. <laughs> Michael, please clean your seat. It's filthy, right? Quit Stop. throwing your cups on the passenger side. Uh, Stop sitting in me without pants on. We had talking <laughs> cars. Yeah. <laughs> they basically just they had to recycle the Cylon. They stuck it in a car. That's exactly fun. right. Oh, I've always thought that about that too. Mm-hmm. Did, did they just steal that from Battlestar Galactica? Yeah, the top department's like, I don't know. We got this red thing that goes back and forth. Want me sticking on this car? Yeah, yeah. sure, go ahead. Yeah. Makes it look like it's futuristic or something. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I really like how they made uh, in 2000, they made Knight Rider 2000, right? And mm-hmm. supposedly it was an update, but there was like nothing actually updated. It didn't look updated. The budget <laughs> for that entire movie was so balls. horrible. And they just kept talking about how we've made Kit better and like Wait, nothing changed have, about it whatsoever. Have you guys ever seen Kung Fury? Kung Fury? Kung Fury? No. <clears throat> so no, Kung no. Fury, David Hasselhoff does the soundtrack for that. It just came out probably like five or six years ago. I'm sorry. It's like, a really corny action kung fu movie. What? I would have never guessed that by so the it, name. It's supposed to look like an 80s movie. Uh-huh. So they had this guy. Deep cuts on Netflix or something. Yes. <laughs> you get this guy and it's like it's purposely over the top and cheesy. Yeah. Like, you know, they'll fly and kick and they fly in the air way too long right. or like right. they'll jump off a building and survive and just land yeah, on the ground. And um there's Bollywood. This, yeah, that's right. It sounds pretty close to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but yeah, this is it's ridiculous. Actually, he, he fights Hitler at one point, which is funny. Um, oh, yeah. It's set in the 80s, but he fights He Hitler goes back in time point. and fights Hitler. Well, <laughs> Hitler was living down in Argentina back. He also travels 80s, to dinosaur so. times too and meets like like a cave woman or something. Why? <laughs> it's so stupid. How do the how do you write the two of those into a 90s? Because it's movie? supposed to be like ridiculous. But anyway, David Hasselhoff does the go time travel. Yeah. I gotta I gotta I gotta show you the song after because the, the song is ridiculous too. You're gonna have to. So he did the sound. Yeah. Like he actually did the soundtrack, or they just took all of his. No, songs no, he did the song the for the movie. Oh my! Oh, okay. he, like he made like a, he made an eighties sounding, corny. Like it had lots of synths and stuff. He of did like it sounded like an eighties song, but it was written a few years ago by David Oh Hasselhoff. my god! Yeah. Well, you got to pay for your hamburgers somehow. You have to. It reminds yeah. me of uh, Scarface. Push it to the limit. Kind of like that type of song, but like mm. you know, in the movie Scarface, they push it to the limit. No, I've that? never fully watched Scarface. Right. Well, it's got it's got kind of this cheesy '80s vibe, but it's David Hasselhoff you, singing. You know why I never fully watched uh, Scarface? <clears throat> because you have the attention okay. span of a goldfish. No, because nothing about a gangster selling drugs sounded appealing. To I me think for a that movie. that movie's racist because he's Italian and he's playing a Mexican. Oh boy, was he supposed to be Mexican or a Cuban or what is he? I don't know. Hispanic. He's supposed think, to be Cuban, Cuban. Actually, I think he came from Cuba. The he's supposed to be, yeah, yeah but he's supposed he to be Cuban. Latino, and it's right. an Italian guy. Yeah. Well, but we're also talking about the '70s, where they couldn't tell the difference between anybody who had a slight tinge of brown in their skin. <laughs> True. Right. Like True. Lou Diamond yeah. Phillips ended up getting cast as a Filipino, a Mexican, mm-hmm. Native yeah. American, which is what he actually is. He also played a Cambodian <clears throat> at some point. He also played, right. a, uh, I think, uh, somebody from Guam. Like, if it was slightly tan, Lou Diamond Phillips probably played it in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's a real thing. Linda like, Hunt won an Oscar for playing a guy. Go yeah. figure. Like on a, and and I'm not. Saying nothing that's not true statement from the 80s, Listen, 70s and 80s. Like, if you did not look super white, they immediately cast you as somebody who was not super well, white. But the, the funny thing is that actually historically goes way, 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 way back. Oh, yeah. So a lot of people who were playing uh, Native Americans back mm-hmm. in the Westerns and stuff were just people with dark skin. They could have been Jewish. They could have been Italian. Right. They could have that's been whatever. Right. And, yeah, they just said, okay, yeah, you're uh, you're the Indian. And then yeah. there you go. So yeah, yeah, that's the way. That's just the way it was. Right. Yeah, they would have cast actual Native Americans. They just couldn't find any, you know, because we killed them all. Right, because <laughs> of the genocide. Yeah, yeah, because of the genocide that we. Well, Nick's created. ancestors Made personally held, handed out smallpox blankets. So no, mine did. By the way, that's a myth. You can't actually spread smallpox that way. What? 
You just accused my ancestry <laughs> of giving like disease to people. It's a weird thing that's like propagated, but it's, would, if you look it up, you, know, you can't not, actually. There's spend, no way spend. you can disprove it. To be honest, you probably your ancestors gave disease to somebody at some point. That's right. I mean, they did, and, and you did as well because <clears throat> COVID happened. I'm sure you not just on somebody. Not just getting, oh, no, I purposely gave COVID to people. It's not just no, getting too close no, no, to no, people. No. It's also the Swedish meatballs. You, you were yes. giving. They were giving horse meatballs. Yeah, to I'm mostly Swedish. We didn't really do a whole lot. I mean, we did some horrible shit. Don't get me wrong. He gave out some rogue uh, prions to give like, some a lot of naked saunas. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't contribute to a lot of the horrible shit in the world. I mean, some. Don't get me wrong. We did well, some then, of it. Well, you do know that uh, Norway was basically a Nazi base. Uh, well, Norway. We're talking about Sweden. They're all the same. <laughs> they're, all, they're all the same up there. It's all Scandinavia. Norwegian, the Swedes, whatever. Yeah. Laplanders. Laplanders. Yeah. Yeah. You cursed the world there. with Ikea, you son of a bitch. Hey, have you guys ever noticed how, like, Finland <clears throat> and Sweden, like, <clears throat> that part, that peninsula that they're on looks like a dick that needed Viagra? Anyway, so moving on. So we're talking about atrocities of the world. It's called the flaccid country. That's anyway. right. That's exactly what we are. Well, uh, it is cold there. It is. It's the very cold. Yeah. I mean, we also don't have much of a standing military. We don't invade other people. We have tendency to take care of our own ver- really well. Just saying. Mm. Okay. I'm trying to defend all. Yeah, and you guys had Volvo and you sold it to freaking China. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, because we wanted to stick with IKEA, the best company. Right. Hey, look at this. I can build 5,000 pieces of furniture with one tool. Mm-hmm. There you go. You got That's a hex, hex wrench? wrench? There you go. Yeah, you give me give me one Allen wrench. It's all good. Um. Mm. Uh, Sorry, that entire train of thought was just funny to me. Wait, uh, what is this nail you speak of? <laughs> you know, when we'll you actually no. go... What's up? Oh, go ahead. Oh, Sorry. I was going to say, if you actually go to the Ikea store, they have an assortment of other tools there. Yeah. They, they have like an the electric people, drill that doesn't work, work very well. There, yeah. The That's people... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the people designing the furniture, but mm-hmm. same joke. Yeah. yeah. Same yeah. idea. Variant. <clears throat> yeah. Well, they have like this shitty little like tool set that you can get, and it's got like an electric drill that doesn't. This is from IKEA. This glass case. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there's nothing wood on it. And the LED, there's LED lights in there too that are from IKEA. They sell lights too. What about that lamp back there? Is that an IKEA lamp? No, that's from Target. How about that desk? Yeah, like Steve, let me ask you a question. Were you a big fan of Fight Club? Are we going to start the entire beginning of Fight Club right now? Why not? Do like an Edward Norton narration? All about like capitalism and and fucking buying shit from IKEA. You need a yin yang <laughs> table. Yeah. You need, yeah. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah. All right. Because um, it's ironic. Ooh, in this scenario, can, do I get to be Brad Pitt? Um, not I'm not really here. You can be ugly, Brad Pitt. Oh, I can be. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know, honestly, uh, I'm fat enough. I'd I'd probably be you, uh, fucking. You imagine the two of us character. Missouri, so that works. Uh, yeah, the two of us beating the shit out of each other in a basement. I don't think that would. No one would want to watch that. Nobody would watch that. We'd be like, are they mentally ill? Yeah, yeah. And somebody'd be like, well, now there's two <laughs> less of them in the world. This is like backyard fights or something. Oh my yeah, god! Exactly. Try meatloaf singing in the background. Come on, that'd be hilarious to me. I actually like when meatloaf used to perform. Yeah. Wait, is Meatloaf dead now? Yeah, he yeah. died, I think. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. Heart he, attack, he I'm hoping. good since the Spice Girls movie. Did you just say he hasn't been good since the Spice Girls movie? Yeah. Have you heard his Which son, though? Which is weirdly probably true. His son's a great singer. <laughs> Shepherd's Pie? 
Apparently, there's an inside joke on Shepherd's Pie. Possibly. It's not that funny. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought maybe it's something you guys do every once in a while. You say Shepherd's Pie. No. No. <laughs> He just finds dumb things funny. I'm a I'm a very visual thinker, and when he said that, oh, okay. I just I, I saw a shepherd's pie and a metal tin walk up to a microphone. <laughs> I mean, what else would you call his son? <laughs> He's probably got a really Tofu? dumb name. Yeah. That sorry. No, no, you're good. You, that was not bad. Um, I expect his children to have really dull names, like very bland kind of names. I really like do. Bob. Right, like, you know, maybe Sarah. Sarah's a dull name. Yeah, John, you, you know, something like that. I don't expect them to have, like, creative names or some shit. I, I mean, don't think he was really named Meatloaf. I think that was more of a Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't his real name. I mean, I would like to come up with a bunch of stage names based on white people food. You can have potato salad, tuna casserole. Coleslaw. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> oh, my God, that's funny. That's funny. Please welcome to the stage, boiled potato. Yeah. I think that's what Eminem is. Yeah, there you go. So, Bob. (laughs) Sorry, Mr. Cat. Oh, yeah, let's go back to our guest. Does that make you Bobcat? (laughs) Bobcat's right. I actually thought that that's actually how we truly talked for a really long time. I thought that's how we talked. And then I, like, not too long ago, saw a newer special he did. And come to find out, no, that's just normal. a voice. Have you, yeah, yeah, he's a normal everyday guy. Yeah. yeah. Have you watched any of the movies yeah. he's done? Besides, like, Shakes the Clown? Uh, yeah, I watched Police Academy movies. Did you see um, The End of the Fucking World? Not The End of the Fucking World. What's it called? Um, what the fuck is it called? Hmm. Oh, sorry, I have to look it up. There's a movie <clears throat> he directed mm-hmm. um, about this guy who, like, is basically done with everybody. He's just like, he's done okay. with humanity. Like, okay. he hates reality shows. So, like, he plans to go to, like, on America's Got Talent and just murder all the judges because they're mean to people. Mm. And what? Yeah, it's a weird I don't think movie. I've seen this one. I know he's been directing for quite some time. Yeah. So. And I thought he was, like, considered good at it. But that movie does not sound... You would <laughs> love that movie. Oh, really? I, would say, yeah. I, well, oh. I don't know if I'd say he was good at it. I'd say he, he directs. Oh, all right. Um... Well, he's looking that, it up. You're cheating. Yeah, you got to bring this out of your head. Come on. No, no, he can't let stuff. God bless in. America. Oh, it's called God bless America. It's about a middle-aged man who basically snaps. It's about decides, a man who so dresses as Ethel Merman and murders people at a variety. Fed up with the cruelty and stupidity of American culture, uh-huh. so he like he hates um, like propagandists and talking heads on news media. He hates okay. reality shows. Mm. So is you. An unlikely duo team up to whack reality TV stars, bigots, and others they find repugnant. Did you just say Did they actually get any reality TV stars to be in the movie? I'm curious. Oh, that would be funny if they did. <clears throat> really, I don't think so. Part of that because we're we're on the verge of a new uh, kind of uh, influx of reality television. They have somebody uh, on it who because is, of the strikes. Yeah, I I hate reality television. I prefer a fictional story like in. Inter- TV and movies are supposed to be entertaining. Don't show me right. reality. 
Well, and you know it's not really reality. Well, yeah, yeah. it's not really reality, but like it's still somebody's interpretation of reality. But yeah, I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to see that. Like, I want a fictional story. By the way, the your description there, not really, but like when you first described that movie, it sounded like falling down with Michael Douglas. (laughs) Right, Bob? Do you remember that movie? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I loved that movie. It was a good Uh, movie. I thought so. Like, it was so cool because he had that buzz cut and he was so, like, mm-hmm. put together. And then he just he just started whooping the crap out of people. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And he always has the tie and he always fixes the tie after he beats somebody. Mm-hmm. And Like, I thought it was a good movie. Granted, uh, apparently. He directed World's Greatest reality. Dad. What? World's Greatest Dad. Oh, really? He directed that, Yeah, that too. was uh, Robin Williams. Yeah, right? that was Robin Williams. I've seen that. Okay, yeah, I can't say he's a shooting director. No wonder he's so depressed. Yeah. Who's, 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 your, who's your director of your movie? Bobcat. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oh, who's that guy? Remember that comic nobody could understand? Remember, the police, remember academy the police Academy movies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, they made one hour photo after Nick. Like, it's based on his life. Yeah. Well, have you seen the movie that's based on? It's actually really good. Oh, wait. There's actually something that one hour photo is based on? Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was a different movie. Oh. I'm sorry. Robin Williams. Yeah. Insomnia. That's what I'm thinking of. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Very similar, though. I did like One Hour Photo. It was a good good movie. Yeah, I thought so, too. And he, he played such a different character. Uh, again, an actor playing somebody different than himself. Well, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. I personally think that only psychopathic killers should play psychopathic killers. <laughs> well, that's why Christian never Bale was in this movie. If he actually keeps killing all the victims, right? Um, I mean, I I think there's a little bit difference of uh, playing a character. Alec Baldwin you... is in trouble for that, so we're. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there's a difference in that when when it comes to playing a character that you could potentially be. Okay, like you know, any one of us could end up you know snapping and being a killer or some shit if we're put in the right circumstance. Compared to something you could never be, right? Like if if somebody, I'm Wait, just gonna use no, us. if you can believe that you're going to be a killer, can't you believe that you could be anything? No, not necessarily, because I don't believe Steve could, you know, wake up tomorrow and uh, I don't know have diabetes. Uh, he could, but oh yeah, he could. Maybe that's maybe wake the, up. That's not a good example. Think no, of it's not. Um, <laughs> I mean. Honest to God, I can't say wake up tomorrow and be a woman because, well, Steve could. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, like uh, there's a bunch of that stuff. No, you can't I mean, he wake, can't up, wake tomorrow up tomorrow and have a whole life experience of somebody who, you know, uh, right. like you guys are from the Northeast. So yeah. if you were somebody from the Southwest to the South, you couldn't come up with that experience. Overnight. Right. I mean, Steve has no idea what it is to be a Brazilian, you know, or grow up in Brazil. <laughs> I don't yeah, think he, he could play He's that. had a Brazilian, so we're at least one step that's, closer because he mentioned That's very it true. That's I'm a Brazilian in one. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's not funny. He laughs at the dumbest things. <laughs> you know the trigger, apparently. And say a really stupid joke. There you oh. go. Oh, there you go. I told you that was going to happen. <laughs> I called it even before we get started. I'm going to get him a longer You're going to knock that over. (laughs) I will spill nothing. I spilled nothing. And you know what? Thank God that carpet is coffee colored. Yes. Actually, that's probably why it was bought for us. Actually, it's pretty much blood colored. 
But oh, okay. well, that's only because we like to, you know, practice what we. Because my favorite movie is. Uh, is American Psycho. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Actually, I was just listening to Christian Bale talk about doing that movie, and he went into this like weird rant about Phil Collins. Like in the movie, he does it, but then he also did it in this interview. <laughs> and it, like I thought it Maybe was weird. he can't separate himself from this character. Right. Well, because he was talking about the character and he was talking about how they conceived the idea of the character and how he would talk and and he was like, Well, it was a hard time getting into the mindset because obviously I've never killed anybody. And I, you know, I was coming at it from this approach, and then he goes on this diatribe about fucking Phil Collins and he does it no, in the movie. When he when he was speaking, was he sounding more British or more American? British. He was using his real okay. accent. His yeah. real accent. Okay. Uh, just curious. It, and it was just really funny because whoever spliced this video together was counteracting or, or doing counterpoint with, not counterpoint, it, they were putting scenes of the movie of him talking about Phil Collins and then showing the real oh, intercutting. Now. Yeah, intercutting. Yeah. The two of them. And it was just really funny because like apparently it was the same opinion about Phil Collins. Wait, so why do they call him Christian Bale? Is that because he's rejected Christ? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. On. I know you were going for something there, but like his name is Christian <laughs> Bale, so I couldn't I couldn't follow, I couldn't join you in that joke. Um but anyway. Yeah. He's an atheist. Are we Christian are we Bale. bobbling heads for a reason? <clears throat> yeah, apparently we're bobbling heads. Can can we get the blue cat to nod their head? Kind of. Yeah, there we go. Kind of. Yeah. We got, oh, there we go. There I'm better we go. on the side to side than I am on the forward back. Seriously, Steve, we need to get this. Even if it's only for one episode, dude, I want this. Okay. Like, I think this would be awesome. I okay. didn't know this program existed. Remember, I once pitched this. Oh, there's this. lots of avatars nowadays. And so oh. you can just have them in Zoom if you want. Oh. This is actually older uh, technology. Oh. Well, I didn't know. I'm yeah. apparently I'm like pre nineteen ninety nine. Uh, <laughs> no, like so for our comedy group, which I haven't named it at all throughout this entire thing, but we're quarter jesters on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, but I, I pitched the jesters, okay. yeah quarter jesters. Check us out, man. We got like roast comedy up there. Is we got sketches and improv shows that we've done. Um, is that like a big gulp or something? Quarter jesters. Yeah. Huh. Uh, <laughs> But I pitched the idea of having animated versions of us to be able to do sketches with. Yeah, okay. you could. All right. Anyway, um, so Steve is like, not now. Like, <laughs> Steve's like, yeah, all right. I don't care about that. Let's move on. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's yep. talk all more right. about Nazis and. Uh, yeah, your two favorite things to talk about: Nazis and more not Nazis. Nazis and big boob anime. Thank you. <laughs> big boob anime. <laughs> what other type of anime is there? I don't know. I don't watch anime, so you have monsters. <clears throat> There's a lot of them that have fucking monsters. Cthulhu, and shit. I don't know. What's Aliens. I don't know. I don't watch. Well, anime it's all behind your head, though. There's one in a French maid's yeah. outfit. There's somebody right. with a sword. There's a bunch of weird somebody, uh, fuckers in a pink dress or something. A lot of redhead things going on. Yeah. Dwight Schrute looking up everybody's skirts over there on the side. Uh huh. There it's you true. go. Anyway, actually. <laughs> um. actually so <clears throat> most of oh, these I figures a, I just got a text here from uh miles my uh co-host it says cooking a la nude he sent me a cookbook that he's looking at apparently out in the world uh look up a oh. cookbook called natural harvest 
I think I probably want to do that. <clears throat> I don't um, think you want to do it either. And I'm sitting so next to this guy. Most of these figures are from a series. It's actually a video game series um, that's based on Jungian psychology. So, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So Carl it's Young. it's an it's an anime video game series based around Carl Jung's concept of persona, shadow, and uh-huh. that type of stuff. Personally, archetypes and all that jazz. And yeah. Yeah. Sex or something? Yeah. <laughs> no, There's that's probably just, something involved. That's in just the Japanese like to make their. Oh, that's the Freudian one. I'm sorry. That's yeah. the Freudian. One. Well, I mean, <clears throat> Jung did kind of study psychoanalysis uh, as well. All of them do. So the whole the whole concept well, is these to. these young people in Japan yeah. uh, have to accept their shadow. Yes. And integrate the shadow, but the shadow is a physical manifestation in the game rather than just being this concept. Uh-huh. The shadow and the persona are actual real things, and they have to integrate with their shadow self. And shadow Jung self. talked about integrating the shadow to yes. be a complete. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. That's why I have all these stupid. I know videos. you also play the video game. What's the name of the video game? Did Persona. 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 <clears throat> I would imagine there's probably a lot of autistic people who like Persona. I guarantee there's a lot. I guarantee there's a lot. Um, you know, and I just play the weird games that are, you know, popular. Yeah. Like Call of Duty. Like Super Mario Brothers. That's right. I used to. He likes to play uh, Tetris and Pong. That's <laughs> right, Pong. If you guys tried that crazy game called Pong, was, yeah, a little bit of Galaga. All right, trying to play Pong by myself. Yeah, one-handed. <laughs> I got this state-of-the-art game at home called Frogger. Yeah, there you go. I tried you to cross the road. Dong. You were playing Dong. We know it. Yeah, there you go. So when I was like 15, it was like 1995, my neighbor actually had our, our, the our actual stand-up arcade of uh, Miss Pac-Man, and I used to go over there oh, yeah. a lot and play. I used to love that game. Yeah. So true story. True story. All the ghosts I, and everything. Yeah, I do, I do like to obsessively run through mazes. Yeah. Oh, how All interesting. Right. Yeah. The Maze Runner. Yeah, right? Which was also a book series that I've never well, read. Yeah, it was books and everything. Yeah, didn't so, Bob, I will um, link your uh, your website and your show mm-hmm. in the description okay. of this episode. Uh, you put it up on, it goes up mainly on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but we're available on all platforms okay. as well as sure. YouTube. So I'll make sure to put that up there. Is there anything that you want to tell people before we wrap up? Mm. <laughs> I was thinking about don't, don't having, do catnip. huh? I said, don't do catnip. <laughs> don't do catnip. No, you can do catnip. It's harmless, honestly. It's a, it's a, it's within the realm of uh, things that you can do. No, I don't. I really don't have anything to, to plug or anything. I'm not much of a. Unfortunately, I'm not much of a self promoter for these things. But mm. uh, I mean, if you want to listen, you can. Psychradio.com. But I don't really. I don't really care if you do. I don't care if you don't. I'm doing what I want, and right. uh, so should you. Which is a good way to you be. You should sell some uh, prints of your... Uh, um, uh, yeah, I don't cat. have a t-shirt of this character. Yeah, I, no, you're, I, like you I was going to say your Stonehenge picture. Oh, oh my Stonehenge you. picture? The, I got alien picture on the other side. The ominous that, clouds. But, uh, alien? It's by the lightning bolt is aliens, yeah. Oh, all right. <clears throat> yeah, but... Uh, no, uh, I think no, your, actually, your cat hey, would Here's what I'll plug. So there's a golden microphone there. Uh, Bob Lament, coolest idea. I won a Coolio award in 2023, and that's what that is. 
a Coolio. You don't know what a Coolio award. award is? You can look it up. Look up the yeah. Coolio Awards. I'm gonna have to. Know. I want it. Yeah, that's, that's cool. awesome. Good for you. Man. I think your character, your cat, would make a nice uh, um, plushie. Yeah, plushie. I think that I true. should get a plushie made. Make some static, a static radio. Yeah, well, do a little, put a little static logo on his shirt, and, and uh, yeah. yeah. If you want to, anytime you want to molest me, you can go right ahead with this plushie. That's exactly that's right. right. Just you cut a hole right the in the plushie, back. Don't touch me. Yeah, that's right. Touch the plushie. Don't touch me. I That'd mean, be that, like, could be uh, a, that could be a bumper sticker. So when you squeeze <laughs> it, it just says, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> quit it. Ow, quit uh, it. That Ow, finger went in where? Uh, wow. So, yeah. So I'm going to end on that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that as my uh, my statement there. Coolio Award. Yeah, Coolio Award. Uh, Coolio. So, uh, Bob, we do appreciate you coming on our show. Uh, it, it was awesome having you. I had a good time talking with you. Uh, and everybody, staticradio.com, you said? Sure. Great, staticradio.com. Even if you get it wrong, you'll get it right, because that's I think true, I too. have all of them, .net.org. Oh, there you go. So if you're interested, uh, check out Bob's show. He's been rocking it for quite some time, which means he probably knows what he's doing at this point, and if he doesn't, probably that's okay, too. Listen to it anyway. Uh, Static Radio, and we are on the spectrum. My name is Nick. Steve. That's the best you're going to get out of them, everybody. That's the best you're going to get. Thank you very much for tuning in, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks very much. Bye.